and we're live what is up everyone welcome back this is Devin Roberts with Young Controversy coming to bring you some great political news all my opinions and anything else that you could want headed into this next week when it comes to the politics of the world and America so big stories today and one I want to start off with is one that I've been neglecting for a little while now which is the Amazon deal pullout in New York and if you haven't been paying attention Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the representative of New York's 14th district has made her first big colossal blunder in the political sphere of for New York Amazon, one of the country's leading tech and logistics businesses, has been planning to make a multi-billion dollar investment in New York by constructing their HQ2, which is a regional headquarters for the company, that was set to be split between Queens and Northern Virginia. Those plans have come to a screeching halt now because the representative has, along with other anti-business politicians, ramped up everything that they're doing to try to stop Amazon from coming, mostly because Amazon got a ridiculous amount of tax cuts this year, as well as are known to be general big business, pay our CEOs a lot type of backers. They just weren't looking to allow them, you know, to be honest with you, I can't even justify this. There's no reason for any politician to not want Amazon to come create jobs in New York. It's absolutely unbelievable. The jo- The amount that Amazon would bring to New York as far as jobs go, as far as revenue that would be going through the hands of the people, as far as just an iconic company, that having an Amazon HQ in your city is something that cities were bidding over before they announced where they were going to have this. And now Amazon's pulled out because Ocasio-Cortez and the rest of her liberal left-wing mess that decided to oppose this made a, made a scene made a huge hit on New York, and has hurt their economy for it. The termination of the venture marks a significant blow to the New York economy. It's one that may have not even been seen in recent years. Honestly, it's crazy. Not only will New Yorkers leave out on 25,000 jobs and $4 billion in wages, but also $12 billion in economic activity estimated almost guaranteed for the region. That would be through the people's hands. This is money that would have been throwing, flowing through the hands of consumers and businesses around Amazon throughout the area. I, I live in a city where we got an amu, Amazon manufacturing building downtown, and the amount it did for Jack Jacksonville, Florida was unbelievable. The amount of jobs they open up, paying minimum of $15 an hour to all their workers. It strengthens local communities and expands commerce. It's, it's, it's an incredible company. I don't get it at all. But what we're talking about today is to call attention to this epic Amazon fail. The Jobs Creators Network of New York erected a billboard in the heart of Times Square and with the advertising headline being Amazon Pullout. 25,000 lost in jobs, 4 billion in lost wages, 12 billion in lost economic activity. Thanks for nothing, AOC. Ooh, dead in the middle of Times Square. Not a good look. Not a good look for your first year. Uh, I know she's the Democratic sweetheart and everything, and everyone's really interested in her as a rising star. But make sure she's some value. The green deal that she put out, which is a deal that is an attempt to prove air supply, our climate, our state as a planet. The idea puts us 10 years old, that everything should be able to steal. It would be in people's things in homes, anything that emits on um, the environment. So the attempt would be to essentially move things toward electors, move things toward electors and things of that nature, and attempt to cut down on the amount of pollution we cause through pesticides and through big farming for big business. 
the specification of how to do this, they're absolutely not existent. The evidence speech they gave, the bill maybe loosely outlines an agenda of what they would like to get within 10 years, explains how they would like to get rid of all oh, guests using cars, etc. It gives no exact frame of reference for how they're going to do this. In 10 years, actually, they currently run something out to fill landfill. Don't you know would have a huge impact on the environment? You had to convert gas in the country to an electric car to have an economic impact. If you ban people from using gas-powered cars, don't you think they might be cool? Like, there's no specification for how to handle that. They allow her to be the front-runner of essentially some crazy way to left, save, and fight at all costs. That put her as the hunter child for the Green New Deal movement, hoping to get it more traction at a cost of a lot of her respect in the politics. And in the White House, for sure. So that's ASA C's deal right now. She's been having a good first couple months. I might feel a little bad for her, honestly, but hey, guess it makes for good news, so what can I do? Well, if you've been living under a rock for the last couple weeks, then you haven't heard yet, but Bernie Sanders has announced his run in 2020 for the presidential election. The wildcard candidate, the age-old socialist of battle, Bernie Sanders is back and it is going to be a big deal. He's a victim of his own success at that point. At this point, although he is a 2020 candidate, I really don't see the DNC giving him a nomination. His, he has a very big supportive base, it, but he isn't the bulk of the Democratic Party, and the, they're just not very interested in him. He, raised, he boasted in raising nearing, nearly $6 million in the first 24 hours after his campaign announcement, which is a decently big deal, but nothing outside of the realm of possibility within the last decade, two decades. It's happened multiple times. It's not something that's unprecedented by any means. He's just a pretty popular representative. His campaign announcement, is, it has a big number, and it speaks to the size of his radical base. Fox News showed, though, that only 27% of the country sees socialism in a positive light at all, 53% for capitalism. Bernie's not on a winning team here. He, only, he, miss, he misses his love of this country with backing of his ideas. He is some fantastic heart of a patriot. I truly believe he means well without the best ideas on how to act them out. Or at least he's not explaining them to us if they do exist or they're going, my thought being because they're going to raise their taxes at a ridiculous rate. He's missing the backing of his party as well. The DNC is so unlikely to back him, especially with all the other heavy-hitting Democrats in the run right now. Oh, it's going to be extremely painful. What's he going to compete with? Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and Pelosi and Warren and whoever else decides to run in the meantime? Oprah? I don't know whoever they throw out this time. I don't think so. I think if the DNC doesn't give Bernie the nomination lets him float as an independent or just battle it out with their candidates headed up to the primary, it's going to look extremely bad for the DNC. I think it's going to divide the Democratic base. There's a lot of people who simply didn't vote for Hillary because they were furious that Bernie didn't get the nomination. And that's a lot of what gave it to Trump last time. So this is good for Trump. Bernie running means that there is a much higher chance to divide the Democratic base, giving Trump an easy win come 2020. But if the DNC gives the nomination to Bernie, that may empower his base and pull edge Democrats that may not be, or more middle-line Democrats that may not be so much Bernie supporters to his cause because they're already never Trumpers. It can be really interesting, but Bernie Sanders is without doubt the official wild card of the election. He is a big deal going into all this. I'm really excited to see what he does. We're going to see exactly what his campaign pitches are, how he's going to partner with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as the new socialist sweetheart, exactly like I was talking about earlier. Hey, maybe we get a vice president out of it. I would love to see that circus. 
But whole point is we really need to listen to how Bernie attacks his candidates on the left. That's where we're going to see a lot of the dirty laundry of the DNC is how Bernie attacks the left. He's on the inside. He knows that side of the aisle and what they stand for and their true motives better than anyone. And I think he's coming for blood with this nomination. So Bernie Sanders, wild card of the election. Everyone gets cited. Now we probably need to talk about the national emergency a little bit because although I am a big proponent of the wall, no doubt about it, I believe in securing our southern border, whether it constitutes a national emergency is still up in the air. 58 former U.S. national security officials have already told tr the Trump administration in a letter this last Monday that they are aware of no emergency that even remotely justifies diverting funds to build a border wall. Now these funds are being diverted from our country's military which is an inflated budget already so it's kind of like if you were to pull somewhere for our southern border security you probably want it pulled from the military infrastructure has a budget you know environmental protections has a budget there's a budget for immigration but we really want it to come from the military that's an inflated budget he's pulled us out of a war that we don't need to be in recently leaving only i believe he said recently 200 troops maybe 400 being left but point being we have an inflated military budget right now that can absolutely be allotted toward this, in my opinion, although we should have just signed a budgeting deal with the Democrats to make it happen. The officials who serve in both the Democratic and Republican administration that gave this letter to Trump on Monday include former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, who served in the Clinton administration for a while, and former Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel, who is a Republican who served in the Senate of the Obama administration, and I actually really liked him. The letter, according to its authors, is a declaration of intent to be used its lawsuits challenging President Donald Trump. It's going to be February 15th decision to re his la. It's challenging his February 15th decision to redirect eight billion in federal funds in order to begin the construction of the southern border that we all know and love. Trump has promised during his campaign to build this wall. That's what he's riding on for 2020 and a lot of what he wrote on in 2016. But Congress has offered less than $2 billion in federal funds after months of negotiations, which we were almost sure was going to happen when Democrats took control of the House. It's very unlikely that a Democratic House majority is going to allow Trump to do something he made such a bold promise on him because it's going to increase his chances of being reelected in 2020 by so much. The officials fact-checked Trump's basis for declaring the national emergency in this Monday letter, pointing out that illegal border crossings are at a near 40-year low, which is true. There is no documented terror threat. There is no terror threat specifically documented coming through the southern border of the United States, but there is no documentation of who's coming through the southern border of the United States. And human and drug trafficking are said to not be affected by the border wall, which I just vehemently disagree with, not only because I simply have heard of people driving across the southern border to get drugs, but because it's so unbelievably apparent. If you look at the number of stops every year at the southern border, the amount of drugs that get in are absolutely... We already have a Coast Guard to defend the edges of our country as far as water goes. Why would we have no ice on the southern border? But it's much easier to cross than doing something on water. I think many people who say, oh, we want to just use boats that are actually near impossible to enter American waters and park a decently sized ship, boat, without anything being in huge trouble and taking a small like, to capsize the middle of the ocean, which they find on shore. It's own barrier, guys. That's the idea. It the whole the national is an absolute no matter how many of these old defense secretaries say it's not a true emergency, our country border security is a national emergency. Mexico is rocked, a third world country with gang violence, with drugs, with poverty, and it's our southern border. People in southern edge of Mexico, Mexico, Arizona, they're scared to their children, their girls, to go out on their own and get back across the border. It is unbelievable common. People need to sick Americans come first. And I'm glad my president, Donald Trump, is putting that first like he's supposed to. 
Now, a little local piece from my hometown that I just want to speak on real quick. A local man in Jacksonville, Florida, <clears throat> has blamed anime for molesting a three-year-old inside of a church. Yes, anime, that is Japanese cartoons. 31-year-old Uber driver Justin Hughes is accused of molesting a girl in Victory Chapel Christian Church. An assistant pastor reviewed the surveillance footage, he says, and says Hughes entered a closet with a three-year-old girl, leaving 15 minutes later. When asked by police why he did this, his motives and etc., he said he was influenced by anime, by the drawings of younger girls in anime that he watched, um, provoked him, and I guess inst instituted this desire in him, so he entered the closet and molested the girl. He said to police, do you have children? Then keep them away from anime and manga. It's dangerous and I am an idiot. Record State Hughes is not eligible for bond, and I just want to say what an utter, utter monster. This brings us into the UN trying to pass a law recently that would ban Shoda and Lolly, which means young children drawings um, in anime and cartoons that are not necessarily sexualized, but considered general characters. They want to ban the ability to draw them all together, which really isn't here or there nor for me. I enjoy anime, but I don't care for all the child drawings that people put out with it specifically. I do, though, think that banning certain things from being drawn as a world and keeping them from being viewed, especially when they're cartoons, in the same way that people should be allowed to draw Muhammad, even though it's religiously insensitive, I think people should pretty much be able to draw and put out just about whatever they want, no matter how messed up or twisted it is. But this guy blaming anime and manga for what he did is one of the most foolhardy things I've ever heard in an absolute relation of guilt and blame onto something else. This is a monster, guys. I wanted to put his name out there just so people knew who he was and he never gets to see the light of day as a normal person again. Justin Hughes, 31-year-old Uber driver from Jacksonville, Florida, was working at Victory Chapel Christian Church. Thanks for listening. This guy's a monster. Enjoy anime. Uh, don't talk to child rapists ever. Absolutely. Wow. Alright guys, that was playing for today. Thank you for joining in at Young Controversy. Check us out on Instagram to see some written version of these stories and a few other things I have to say on them. I also want to put an announcement out today because we are getting pretty close to it, guys. Next Friday, I'm traveling to Costa Rica with some friends and family to do this big adventure travel trip for my brother's birthday. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to be making a ton of video content for you guys, putting out some collaborations and some fantastic stuff. So please go check that out on my YouTube channel. Search Young controversy channel introduction if you can't find it or see the link on my instagram but for now this is devin roberts with young controversy i love all of you guys positivity happiness empathy please keep it up see you later peace